Welcome to CEO On The Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm your host, Gail Lance, and together we'll be exploring the people side of leadership. You'll learn how to better engage and inspire those around you and yourself. So let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode. I'm glad that you're listening in today. Today, I wanted to talk about getting your team on a new page. You know, uh, back in the day, it was hard to even get your team on the same page. And now the challenge is even greater because you're having to move them in sometimes a radically different direction, getting them on a new page. Or in some cases, it might seem like you're trying to get them to visit a new planet. Things are so different. But even though things are so different, my guess is that you're finding a lot of people tend to revert back to what they know and habits that are stuck. It's a lot like when the power goes out and you're still flipping that switch, knowing that the power's not working, but you're just in the habit of trying to turn the lights on. We get stuck in our stories. Think about all the stories that you can make up in your head or that your employees might Uh, For example, they might be thinking things like, I can't learn this, or this is just too hard. Or they may have a story in their mind about why things are the way that they are, maybe blaming your organization, or maybe even you or another leader. These are all stories that people make up. So trying to help people detach from the stories that they have about who they are, why things are happening is a really difficult challenge as well. But you as the leader have the opportunity to begin telling a new story. You can begin overriding some of the negative stories that people are telling that are are really reflecting doubt or fear or blame of some kind. I've seen a number of clients in different industries struggling because they're trying to revert back or, or their people are trying to revert back to what they've always known, trying to continue to do what they've done just in a different way. For example, you have in education professors who are accustomed to teaching content a certain way in person, and now they are uh, trying to take that online, and a lot are realizing it's not just about the content. There is a new way that students like to learn online, so they're having to adjust their programs, their teaching methods, um, it's a lot of adjustment. If you are in financial services and you're used to calling on clients or meeting in person, especially to build those trusted relationships, you have to find new ways to do that online. And if you look at nonprofits, I know of a few that were trying to do the same kind of fundraising campaigns that they had done pre-COVID. And now they're having to look at more creative solutions, looking at new ways to try to attract funding. Another example, I just recently attended a professional convention online. That was interesting. Normally, we have over a thousand people at this event. Parts of it were great. Parts of it just felt like they were simply trying to replicate some of the activities that we do in person. I give a lot of credit to the people who were planning the event and knowing how difficult it is to adapt so quickly. Can't imagine having to coordinate all the moving pieces. But in some respects, it's worth rethinking, who are we really serving? What do they really need now? 
In each of these examples, people need to get on an entirely new page, not simply try to replicate activities that they've been doing in the past. So it's it's your role as a top leader. It's critical not just to help people do things differently, but to help them think differently, which is what I'm trying to help you do as well, by the way. It's what I'm trying to do through all the different podcast episodes that I've been recording. So as usual, I want to offer some actionable ideas some prompting questions to help you help others get on a new page or even get onto that new planet. It's not just a matter of getting on the same page anymore. For the sake of time, I'm suggesting a couple of critical actions. One is to literally revisit your mission. Why are you doing what you're doing? Think about it. It's a question that as a consultant, I ask clients often because as an outsider, I don't know. It's worth asking yourself why. It's tempting to jump into activity mode and ask, what should we be doing now? Before you get too far, revisit your mission. Why does your organization exist that will help you become more clear about decisions that you need to make? A number of organizations that I know have gotten a bit broad with their service offerings or the value that they create. And now they have to take a hard look at the core value or the core service, what it is that they truly are designed to deliver because they're having to cut back on some services or cut out programs. Some organizations are having to limit services or ramp up in one specific area that they know just makes sense for them right now. So getting back to your mission helps you get to that core offering, the core value that you really create, and it can actually help you align the energy and talent and resources that you have around something that's really meaningful in your business. In my own business, I've I've had to revisit my mission, which is in the name itself, Work Matters. I still think work is one of the most important parts of life, and it's important for me to support other senior leaders who also believe in the value of doing meaningful work that makes a difference. But how I support leaders is changing. The mission is still clear and motivating to me, but I'm figuring out new ways to serve. So revisit your mission. The second action to take is to clarify what the new vision looks like, at least for now. And that begs the question, where are we trying to go? You know, it's hard to jump from one cliff to another. Your team needs a bridge, a process, and support to help them do that. So for the rest of this episode, I'll be sharing some thoughts about ways that you can build the bridge and and make sure that you've got everything in place to help support your team in making that transition. The process is a lot like running a marathon. I've never run a marathon. I've run half marathons, but you have to know where you're trying to go. And you know that there are water stations along the way, right? (laughs) Ideally, there are people cheering you on along the way. Sometimes you're on a stretch just by yourself. So here are some things to think about as you're going about your journey or your marathon. One is how clear is your next destination? Maybe it's just that water station I mentioned, and that's that's perfectly okay. Um, Ideally, more clarity will come as you think through where it is that you want to go. Number two, who are the pacers in your organization? When you're running a marathon or half marathon, there are pacers, and those are people who know exactly how long it takes to run a mile. So you have 
uh, different pacers that are working with different groups. Some might be running a seven minute mile or eight or nine or 10 or more. These are people who can guide you, who notice what's going on, who can encourage you and prompt you. I know that when I was running uh, one of my races, there were a couple of pacers in my group. These pacers were so good because they literally run circles around the pack trying to figure out where are people. And normally I'm in the back of the pack. So they run to the back of the pack and then they say, you've got this, you can do it, keep moving, you know, don't don't lose us. Um, sometimes I've actually had to transition back to another pack that's running a little bit slower pace because I had an overly <laughs> optimistic view of what I'd be able to do. But my point is they're pacers in your organization and they can really help you right now, especially during these times. So to identify who they are and determine ways where they can help kind of circle around different groups of people that might need a little extra attention, a little more motivation, perhaps some encouragement. The pacers that I've worked with really keep things light. A couple of them actually had to dress up in costume one race. I felt so bad for them because they were so, um, (laughs) it was the middle of the summer and it was so hot and they're having to wear these costumes. They started throwing them off midway through. But try to identify those people who are, are great models who keep things light and who can really be motivating to other people in your organization. Find a specific role for them to play right now because it can really make an impact. And by the way, any leader should be a good pacer. So you might want to work on your own pacing skills if you need to. Another question, what changes are you anticipating? This is something to talk with your leadership team about. There's some predictable changes or issues or challenges that you can see if you, you know, kind of look at that crystal ball, for example, we're recording this episode now in early August, and you know with the election coming this fall that that's probably going to stir up some other issues in your organization, regardless of what your political leaning is. Anticipate impacts to your business because of that. Another question, what does your bridge look like? These are the specific steps that need to happen along the way, the new norms that you need to create, or perhaps new ways that you need to be communicating as a team. And by the way, it's worth mentioning here, if you haven't been listening to some of the previous episodes, if, if you have more interest in understanding communication styles, you might want to uh, listen or re-listen to the, the very first episode that I did, which is on understanding your communication style and specifically some of the working from home challenges. One last question I'll mention is, you know, what are you doing to acknowledge their arrival when your team actually does get to the place where you're hoping that they would land that new page or that new planet. It's really important to acknowledge the work that they've done, the achievements that they've made. Too many times we're in go, go, go mode and we don't stop and think and acknowledge how appreciative we are about the the team that has actually come so far. So make sure that you're building in some time, some effort to acknowledge when people are actually doing what you want them to do. It really means a lot to them more than you might realize. So I realize that you might feel like you're having to sprint from one change to the next because there are so many changes happening so quickly, but I encourage you to keep a long-term view. It's worth it to pace yourself in a way that helps you do what you need to do to stay strong and to make sure that you're paying attention to your own personal and emotional well-being. So just to recap my key points for today, one is revisit your mission. 
This can help you avoid doing things that seem logical to do just because you've always done it that way in the past. Go deeper to look at why you're doing something and to see if some new opportunities or some new possibilities emerge. Number two is gain more clarity around what the new page can look like, even if it's still kind of work in progress, help your people see where they're trying to go, what that destination can look like. But don't expect them to make the leap. Make sure that you've got a bridge in place, processes and support to help them get across the bridge more easily, help them see what the next destination is on the way, even if it's just one milestone. Uh, Make sure that you are being a good pacer for them or finding other pacers to help the pack move together. Anticipate new problems or challenges when you look in that crystal ball to see what you think is coming, at least in the short term. Look at the new ways that you'll be communicating and the new norms that you're creating. And then finally, make sure you're finding time to celebrate the arrival. Your new page may be temporary, so understanding that and helping others get that will be really important. But what's most important is that they know that they can count on your commitment to the mission and that you have a belief in them. You can help them dig deep. That's what they always told me as I was coming toward, you know, the end of my race. They would always say, dig deep, you can do it. (laughs) They'll be able to work together in new ways to achieve what's most important to your business. So my wish for you is that your pack will cross many finish lines. Like I said, there's not any one final destination here, and that they'll cross many starting lines together. So as always, I like to include a resource for you that I think will be valuable. And so with today's episode in the show notes, I've included a team assessment. Uh, If you've downloaded this team assessment in the past, I've updated a bit just to reflect more of the current times. But it gives you a number of different questions for you to reflect on with your team, you can use it as a gauge to to see what areas are strong, other aspects of your team that need some help. So as you're building your bridge and trying to strengthen your team to get them onto that new page, I strongly recommend that you use this tool to just help you think through some of the issues that can help you do that more easily. So look for it in the show notes, download it, and let me know if you have any questions. So that's it for now. As always, let me know how you're doing and what the new challenges are that you're experiencing with your team. I'd love to know. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. And until next time, take care. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and visit workmatters.com. And if you have a question or suggestion for a future topic for the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. So keep growing as a leader and doing the work that matters to you. Until next time.